0: on demand hear news from israel whenever you want you are listening to the english language news of khan the israeli public broadcasting corporation good afternoon it's 2 p.m in israel sunday april 3rd this is aria o'sullivan with the top news at this hour There is a state of high alert for terror attacks across the country and possible Hamas rocket strikes from Gaza, following the killing of three armed Arabs during a gun battle with Israeli security forces early Saturday in the Jenin area in the West Bank. To reassure the public and avert further violence, beefed up police patrols were present in cities around shopping centers and around concentrations of IDF soldiers. Forces have also been bolstered in the West Bank and Gaza Periphery, including six battalions deployed along the seam lines to prevent terrorist infiltrations. Early yesterday, the Border Police's counterterrorism unit killed three Islamic Jihad terrorists in a shootout that also left four Israeli officers wounded, including a top commander. The Islamic Jihad has vowed to avenge the deaths of their members. Security forces, sources said that they were particularly concerned at this sensitive time of the Muslim holy month of Ramadan, which began yesterday, in light of the amount of weapons circulating in the territories. The main concern for, is for contagion attacks by lone wolves, who may be inspired by the recent terror attacks against Israelis and which have been popularized on the social media networks. Prime Minister Naftali Bennett said that security forces were working around the clock on all fronts to prevent terror attacks. He made the statements after meeting with top Shin Bet officials. Clashes erupted today at various locations on the security barrier separating Israel from the West Bank. Israeli forces used tear gas to disperse scores of Arabs trying to cross illegally into the country at various locations. Palestinian reports said that a number of people were wounded from gunshots and suffered from tear gas inhalation near Kalkilia. Turkish President Recep Tayyip Erdogan telephoned President Isaac Herzog over the weekend to condemn the spate of terror attacks against Israelis. According to a statement issued by the Turkish presidency, Erdogan also stressed the importance of allowing Palestinians from the West Bank to enter Jerusalem for the Ramadan prayers at Al-Aqsa Mosque on the Temple Mount. Israel and the United Arab Emirates concluded negotiations for a free trade agreement. The agreement was reached on Friday, and a statement from the economy ministry described the agreement reached as extensive and significant, and said it included regulation, customs, services, government procurement, and electronic trade. In Ukraine, Israel's ambassador to the Ukraine, Mikhail Brodsky, has condemned the murder of civilians in the Kiev suburb, calling it an unjustified war crime. Advancing Ukrainian troops retook the city of Bucha and found that retreating Russian forces left behind dozens of bodies in the streets, including some who had been bound. The mayor said that some 280 bodies had also been buried in a mass grave. Meanwhile, Russia said today that the peace talks had not progressed enough for leaders' meeting and that Moscow's position on the status of Crimea and Donbass remain unchanged. Health Minister Nitsanhovich departed for Ukraine this morning. It is the first visit to Ukraine by government minister since the Russian invasion began over a month ago. Our humanity is measured in moments like this. We must continue to help the people who are under brutal attack by Russia, Horvitz said. I am going to support our medical team there, which has already cared for over a thousand people. It is a source of great pride. The minister is expected to meet with his Ukrainian counterpart and tour Israel's field hospital in Motskova, near Lviv, Corona. Infection levels continue to drop across the country, and the recurrent R transmission rate is now lower than one. Yesterday, some 7,300 people were confirmed infected with COVID-19. The head of the public health uh, in the health ministry, Professor Sharon Elroy Price, told Khan that she was encouraged with the declining infection rates, and she said that they were considering removing more restrictions, including the of wearing masks. March of the living resumes after two-year hiatus due to the corona pandemic. However, this year's commemorations will be on a smaller level than in the past. The March of De-Living is due to take place in Poland on April 28th to mark Israel's National Holocaust Remembrance Day. Some good news for some pensioners. As of this coming May, anyone aged 75 and older will be able to ride the public buses for free. The new arrangement will go in fact this summer. Minister of Transportation, Merav Micheli, and Finance Minister Avigdor Lieberman announced the move at a press conference. Other reforms included unifying prices across the country and a subsidy of the monthly pass. Taking a look at the weather, and there will be a drop in warm temperatures, but it will remain hot and dry and hazy in the hills and center regions of the country. Warmer tomorrow. Maximum temperatures in the main regions, Jerusalem 23, Tel Aviv 22, Haifa 21, Beersheba 29, and Nenilat going up to 34 degrees centigrade. That's the news from Khan Reqa, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program.